presented by TikTok. Hey there, playbookers. I'm Raghu Manavalan. Chuck Schumer takes on the railroads. Plus 2024 is feeling a bit like 2022. Here are the big things we're watching on Wednesday, March 15th. This morning, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is asking National Transportation Safety Board Chair Jennifer Homendy to expand the agency's probe of Norfolk Southern into the six other largest U.S. railroads. In a letter, Schumer applauds the initial investigation, but writes, It is jarringly evident that the freight rail industry is in desperate need of a full and comprehensive investigation, citing a combination of Washington deregulation, a 20% cut to the rail workforce, and a tally of more than 26,000 accidents and incidents in the industry over the past five years. Among the questions that Schumer wants the NTSB to address, how have recent deregulatory pushes contributed to these derailments and increase in debts? And does the railroad have a culture of ignoring their own safety standards? We're just barely into the 2024 Senate cycle, and already some Republicans are feeling a sense of deja vu. In a new must-read up this morning, Politico's Holly Otterbein attended a rural Pennsylvania rally for Doug Mastriano, maybe the state's most MAGA Republican, who also won its gubernatorial primary last year, only to lose the general election by double digits to Democrat Josh Shapiro. Her biggest takeaway, despite that huge loss, Pennsylvania Republicans aren't ready to toss Mastriano overboard as he mulls a challenge to veteran Democratic Senator Bob Casey Jr. She writes, Establishment Republicans have found a silver lining amid the grimness of 2022. Perhaps there will be a reckoning. Even diehard supporters of former President Donald Trump, they've reasoned, are finally sick of losing. In this corner of the political world in Pennsylvania, it's the establishment, not the MAGAverse, that needs course correction. The Senate map is much more GOP-friendly this cycle, with Democrats defending more than a dozen incumbents, many of them in states that are either purple or full-on red. Yet Republicans appear to be in a familiar bind. Far-right candidates are mulling runs and gaining traction amid clear signs they will fail miserably in the general election, putting GOP hopes of reclaiming the chamber at risk. And it's not just Mastriano. In Wisconsin, a representative for David Clark, the controversial former sheriff and Fox News pundit, told the Daily Beast he would never take anything off the table regarding a possible run against Senator Tammy Baldwin. In Arizona, both Carrie Lake and Blake Masters, who lost gubernatorial and Senate races in 2022, are looking at running for the seat now held by Senator Kirsten Sinema. In Montana, hard-right representative Matt Rosendale is exploring a rematch against Senator John Tester, who beat him in 2018 by more than three points. And back in Pennsylvania, Kathy Barnett, who drew support from a quarter of Keystone State Republicans in the 2022 Senate primary, recently told WPHTAM Radio that she was still considering a run against Casey. Candidate quality was the top reason mentioned by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and many other GOP bigwigs after the party's lackluster 2022 showing. 
and while it's still awfully early, they're beginning to worry again. One thing, however, will be different this time, as NRSC chairman last cycle, Senator Rick Scott, adopted a hands-off approach to primary season that is now being completely discarded by Senator Steve Daines, the new NRSC chair. Daines turned heads recently after taking a shot at a potential Mastriano for Senate campaign, and folks around Daines say he's ready to speak up and potentially do more than that when need be. Some of his recruiting moves have already been reported. Daines publicly pushed former Bush administration official and hedge fund executive David McCormick to take a run at Casey at the NRSC's winter meeting. The Washington Post reported, and he's been in touch with Montana businessman Tim Sheehy about a challenge to tester, Paraxios. A person familiar with Dane's calls said he also spoke recently with West Virginia Governor Jim Justice to close the deal on a challenge to Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, as well as Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will discuss lowering prescription drug costs. At 3.30, Biden will depart Las Vegas to head back to the White House. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 11.10 a.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will depart D.C. to head to Paramus, New Jersey. There, she'll deliver remarks at a DNC finance event. And at 6 p.m., Harris will film a segment for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. At 7.45, Harris will depart Newark to head back to D.C. The Senate is in today. OMB Director Shalonda Young will testify before the Budget Committee at 10.15 a.m. The House is out today. Also expected today, a razor-thin lunchtime vote on Eric Garcetti's nomination as ambassador to India. All right, for more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghul Manavalan. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. TikTok is building systems that are tailor-made to address concerns around data security, overseen by U.S.-based teams specifically tasked with managing all access to U.S. user data and securing the TikTok platform. We're committed to protecting your personal data while still providing you with the global TikTok experience you love. To learn more, visit tiktok.com safety.